I have been reading up on what's happening in Kazakhstan. There are certain media platforms that are trying to portray that it is um, done by, that it is started by foreigners or different superiors are trying to give the impression that it was started and is continued by foreigners. And that um, does not seem to be the case. There may be some foreigners and like in it, um, you know, just like we have people who are not originally from this country here. Um, we have people who are, you know, quote unquote foreigners. And do I think that they would, you know, like, for example, if, if people who are from Asian countries that are here feel like they're, they're being discriminated against, do I think that they, among others, uh, would be a part of a protest to protest uh, Asian discrimination? Yes. And so in a sense, you could say that, you know, there are foreigners who started that protest because in a sense they are foreign. They're not, you know, they didn't originate here, but they live, <laughs> excuse me, but they live here. And so it's kind of like, okay, but you still have to have respect for the people with that live in your country, whether they're you know, despite their origins, despite that you have to have respect for everyone that lives in that is wanting to live in that country. And so, you know, so we have here in the United States, we have respect for people of all origins and what they are requesting and what they are saying is being done that is unjust. And so, you know, and so that's why there's this big thing about um, Asian discrimination during the COVID um, outbreak. <coughs> and we listened we listened and things were done about it. And so, you know, we could say, we could say, oh, you know, it was started by foreign protesters, but that is a inconsideration that is communicating in a way that is inconsiderate of the fact that they are citizens, they are, or they are living here, you know, or they have visa cards or whatever. And so it is inconsiderate of the fact that they are wanting to live here and wanting to live here and be treated justly and, and kindly and, you know, or fairly. And so, <coughs> um, and their rights being, their rights being protected. And so it's the same with any other country. If you have a protest and it's involving people that live in that country, despite their origins, they're living in that country. And if they are saying, if, so then, you know, so now let's move on. So now there's a group, there's a group of people and they're saying, you know, the, there needs to be a cap on gas prices. This can't be, you can't keep going up on gas prices like this or, or, you know, and so a certain aspect of what's happening is unjust or abuse of the people of a system. Um, and, and then, you know, uh, if there is a problem with government, if there's some kind of problem that they have with government and how it's run, if people in that country are protesting their own government and it's, you know, the people living there, the people who want to live there, when I'm at, despite their origins, 
the people living there are just are protesting their government, then it is the government is supposed to be supporting the people. And so there's such this massive protest. You shouldn't be trying to hurt your own people. The government, military within that country shouldn't be trying to hurt their own people. They should be listening to their own people because they're not protesting for no reason. All of those people are not protesting for no reason. It's not continued to this this long and has grown to this degree because, uh, and even cops, police that are over there are supporting their people. They're supporting the protesters. And so that is not happening because they're not, that what they're saying isn't, is not justified. There is something about what they're saying that makes sense and is justice and is, makes sense so much so that there are police who are supporting the protesters and saying that they're not going to, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to try to stop them. And so, you know, and so I think that, um, there's something there and that's what I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to understand the Kazakhstan people and what they're saying and what it is that they want. And I think that, I, I think that when there's protesting and things like that are happening, you know, you you have a range of people, right? So you have a range of people with a range of self-control. And there are some people, there are people in America that if some, uh, there are people here in America that if protesting started happening uh, out of the thousand, out of a thousand people protesting, there would probably be at least 10% who would take things too far. They would take things too far um, or they would take things in a route that they deemed to be necessary for change to happen. You know, they would take things and um, they would do things that maybe others don't think is necessary. Um, or they, they would go to any degree. And, um, there's, there, there are two things. I think there are people who would, who, who don't take no for an answer. <coughs> and if they get pushed back, if they get pushed, they're going to push back. If they want something, they feel like they're in, they're just in, in making this request or the request is just, and what's happening is unjust. When they get pushed, they're going to push back because they want what they want because they think that it's fair and just. And so those people are not afraid to, to <clears throat> get dirty. They're not afraid to get their hands dirty with, you know, pushing back in the same way that others are pushing them. If they feel like what is the most just thing, or they feel like what they want to be, to want to happen in government, um, is, is being denied. Um, and they feel that it isn't just then those people who would do anything, um, well, would push back in the same manner that they're being pushed if they feel like their cause is just. And, um, and so there's those people, they would do anything. And then there's a, you know, on a scale of people, there are people who are protesting that would not do anything. They wouldn't do anything by any means necessary. They would limit themselves. They limit themselves to nonviolent action. <coughs> even if, 
even when, even if they get, even if people are violent with them, they would not resort to violence. Um, even if people are unjustly violent with them, they would not resort to violence. And so you have a, uh, you have a range of responses, right? You have a range of people within the protesting group. You have people who would take any means necessary. Then you have people who would only, only, uh, do things a certain way, even if they were, even if they were physically like assaulted for protesting, they would not resort to physical violence themselves. And I don't think that, I think that, I think that that is good in a sense. And I also think that depending on the circumstance, I think also depending on the circumstance, if what, if what a group of people who make up your country if a, if, a, if a large amount of people are saying that they want something to change within their government or want something to change with their, with prices or with a cap or whatever, then I think that, you know, then the other people who are part of that country or govern or in government should be listening. Listen, because you're, you're, you're in government to, to support your people, not to suppress them. Um, not to oppress them. And so, um, so when it, so if there's such a large amount of people who are saying, this is what we think is just, this is what we want, this is what we don't want. And then I think that it's people's obligation to listen. And if, you know, and there's gotta be some kind of dialogue there's got to be a dialogue with uh, having, if you have a mass amount of your of people in your country saying, this is what we want, this is what we don't want, and we're determined to make it happen, then I think there definitely needs to be a dialogue that is respecting that, respecting that group between government and the people. And so, you know, and if, if the people, you, you ask yourself this, if you feel like something is happening that is unjust, you yourself, if someone's in government and, and you feel like something is happening that is unjust and someone just says, no, I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. We're not going to change this. This unjust act is going to continue this, you know, this government that doesn't support, uh, X, Y, Z is going to continue. <coughs> I mean, how would, how would the government person respond? If they think that something's happening that is unjust and they want something just to happen, they want something more fair to happen, then, you know, how would you respond? How would anyone respond if from their perspective, something unjust is happening? I can guarantee you that if you, someone tells you, no, this unjust thing will continue or, you know, or this unfair government uh, will continue or unfair whatever unfair laws or, un, you know, any, anything that some group of people think is unjust, you know, it's like if someone tells you no, or someone physically pushes back, you know, what would you do? If you truly believe that what you want and what you see is right or what you see is wrong, then you would, you would fight for what you think is right. And so you know, with that mass, I sit here and I think to myself, with that massive amount of people in Kazakhstan who are, <coughs> who are protesting, you know, it's kind of like, 
yes, there is obviously some violence happening on both on 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 both the protesting side as well as those who are pushing back against protesters. Yes, I you know I see that there is violence. However, the heart of the situation <coughs> is why it began in the first place. That is the heart of the situation. And so I think I think fear I think I think although fear the fear that is within the surrounding countries of what could potentially happen or negative effects that could potentially happen I think although you know having a healthy sense of concern is appropriate I don't think any surrounding country taking military action is necessary nor nor called for involvement I don't think that that's is called for I think that the Kazakhstan people have a right to, you know, have a right to determine what happens with their governments. I think they have a right to, you know, to establish, they have a right to voice, to express their voices, to dialogue with the government that, you know, is made of people from their own country or made of people you know, that they are a part of. Um, and so it's kind of like the government is not, the government is not separate from the country. The government is not separate from its people. And when it is seen as such, there is, there is way too much higher, there is kind of like a hierarchical division. And that is, that is unjust. Because, <coughs> because, the government shouldn't be serving the government. The government should be serving its people that it is a part of, its country. And so if the and so I don't think that anyone outside of Kazakhstan should be trying to inter, inter intervene. I don't think anyone outside of Kazakhstan should be messing with with anyone inside of Kazakhstan. I think that any fear is, you know, okay listen to what's going on, but don't get involved with what's going on. Like, let them handle it. Things will neutralize. You know, it may take some time, but the Kazakhstan people get to, you know, get to work it out between themselves. They should be able to get, they should be able to work it out with themselves without any interference. And that is what I think. <coughs> I think that whatever, uh, I think that that is the best thing for the Kazakhstan people is to, you know, for the protesting to be protected, for the people to have a voice. I think that, you know, in as much as possible to avoid violence, I think that there's an, you have to have an understanding that well if you know if a, if there's a mass amount of people who want one thing in the, in the country who are saying you know we feel that this is unjust or we feel that this needs to change then you know everyone in that country needs to listen to to the people who are protesting because they are are one they are part of the country and so and that that is the government
the government is made of people from the country or made of, you know, maybe it's made of people who are foreign, but, you know, it's the government should be listening to its people um, who are protesting. Everyone needs to be listening and working and dialoguing and, you know, trying to, in as much as possible, to, to not have violence. And if there's such mass protesting, then something obviously has to change because of the consensus uh, seen within the numbers of the protesters. You know, it's kind of like, if there was a, vi- you know, voting is, is you know, we vote by paper or we vote electronically. But if you protesters essentially <coughs> is a 3D voting, you know, it's 3D voting as in you can look and you can see all these people who are standing outside saying, this is what we want and this is what we don't want. This is wrong. This is right. This is just. This is unjust. This is fair. This is unfair. And when it gets to the point where people are like there, putting themselves out there and putting themselves at risk, something's got to give. You know, the protesters, the people of Kazakhstan are saying that they want to be heard, that what they want, something to change. And so that's kind of what I am trying to gather information on. What is it exactly that led to the protesting? What is it exactly that they want to change? What do they want? What do the people of Kazakhstan want Kazakhstan to become? Or what do the people of Kazakhstan want out of the protesting? So um, I have read some things. I have not. um, I know about the whole gas situation and the prices. um, And I know about what I don't know about is the like the, the problems that they have with government. I don't know about that. And so it's kind of like, that is what I want to read on. I want to read on like, what are, what are the Kazakhstan people saying about their government? <coughs> um, so, so yeah. Anyways, I, you know, I, um, I have a friend, I have a friend from Kazakhstan, like that's where she's from. And so, you know, I respect her. I respect her. I think that she still has family there. And so, you know, I recognize Kazakhstan people. I, um, I like, I just want, I hope I have the the highest hopes for the Kazakhstan people that they will work this out and be able to, to have a healthier, a healthier atmosphere, despite the things that are happening right now. I think it's, it's most important to keep in, keep in mind all the people who are not causing problems, all the people who are protesting and not causing problems, but are saying what they want. And I think it's important to keep that in mind and, and listening to those people and, And so I just hope that the Kazakhstan people are all, you know, all come to respect one another and, and come to a decision on what they want in their country. And, and I hope that they 
I, they, they get their, their dream. I hope their dreams become reality for their country. And, um, they're taking, you know, they're different Kazakhstan people who are taking so much action and, uh, and what, I, and I hope that they get the health, the healthiest outcome for their country.